Hi everybody, this is Monica Regina Jones and I'm here to do another broadcast. And this broadcast is going to be called Implement or Remain Stagnant. Implement or Remain Stagnant. So I really wanted to discuss this today because I know firsthand what happens when you open yourself up to receive so much information. You have so many notebooks because you've gone to so many different conferences and workshops and you have so many things in your closet, so many notebooks in your closet, but you haven't implemented anything. You start off good. You, you start off where God is giving you ideas and you're writing stuff down, but you're not taking that first step because things keep coming up or you don't have the monies to uh, get that um, LLC. You don't know the right person that can tell you step by step how to get to this next level or to start doing or to take that next step to this big vision that God has given you. And you find out, you know, you look at other people and you see them going forth and you see them with businesses and you see them with corporations and you see them writing books and you see them doing all these great things and you're sitting back and you're stagnant and you're wondering why you're stagnant. And the reason is because um, you're stagnant because you're not willing to do the work. You're lazy. You're allowing yourself to procrastinate. And I, I know because I'm talking about me. And, you know, we're in almost the last two months of the year. And God has given me great ideas. He has given me things to do. And even I even had the opportunity, got my hands on some monies, and that money just went away. Like, I, I did pay some bills. But the one thing he wanted me to do, I, I didn't do it. And I ended up... Um, doing something else instead. And it was a good thing that I did. It wasn't bad. But I missed out on the opportunity to do what he told me to do. So now I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to um, even get back to that place of that that stepping stone that he told me to do because it's going to take some monies to do so. So am I a lost cause? No. I just want to encourage anybody that this may um, relate to. You're not a lost cause, but I'm learning that you have to make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Just because you're good right now, I mean, in a few, few weeks, you might not have any money. Like, I was just in a situation recently where my money was actually pretty decent. I went out of town to this great conference, and... In my head, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm only going to spend a certain amount of money. And when I came back, you know, I said I'm in leftover, but I was still just getting things I needed. And then I was like, okay, I'm about to get paid. And then I got paid, but I found that, okay, I still have to pay this really big bill. And I still have to pay for this other thing. And I ended up not having, I went from having plenty of money to not having any money. And then I started getting overdrafts. And I'm like, okay, like this is not good. And I ended up having to like borrow money from, you know, not from people, but from a person. And um, 
But before that, I had let somebody borrow money from me. And so then I ended up in a jam. But I've been in this situation before. And in my mind, I was like, well, if I would have, you know, did this differently, or if I would have been caught up on this bill, then this wouldn't have happened. But even in these situations where your money is low or just you just at the point you got to wear the wire before you get paid again, just look at what you do have. Um, I'm grateful that I still have food. I'm, I'm grateful that I have a place to stay. I'm grateful that I have a job to go to. You know, I mean, sometimes we end up in situations and it's our fault, but we have to, in everything, give thanks regardless. And we have to remember that God is the God of another chance. I mean, I, I truly believe God is going to um, open up another door opportunity for me, but I have wasted a lot of opportunities in this year. Like when I look back on this year and I look at things that I could have been a part of that probably would have helped me tremendously by now, um, I have nobody to blame but myself. My 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 being um, being stagnant and being in a dry place is because I didn't implement the things that the opportunities that came my way. And a lot of it was fear. A lot of it was laziness. A lot of it was just, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to make this work. So I just, I let it pass me by. But I'm learning that that's not a good thing to do at all. We have to really understand that God is going to call us out of our comfort zone because we, we die in our comfort zone. We die in what's familiar. All the gifts and all the things that God has placed within us, if we don't do anything with them, they're just going to get dusty and, and they're going to just be of no use. And we're going to be held accountable for the gifts that we don't use. I mean, it says so in the Bible. It says that when we stand in the judgment seat of Christ, that our works are going to be tried by fire. The gifts that the Lord has given us, um, whatever they may be, if we don't use them, we're going to be held accountable because we didn't use them. We can't say, well, Lord, I didn't know, or Lord, my pastor wouldn't let me use my gift, or Lord, this person was manipulative, or this person held me back. At the end of the day, God is not going to um, listen to our excuses. God is not going to let that fly, you know. And the word also tells us that we'll be saved, but we won't get that reward that he had for us for obedience. Obedience is very, very necessary in this Christian walk of ours. It's not all about, always about monies, but I believe that God is a God of more than enough and that he gives us the power to get with. But a lot of times we don't, we don't have that because we let opportunities pass us by and we're like, I'm going to just stay here at this job when God has opened up a door for you to learn a new skill and to hone that skill and to step out your comfort zone. But you're like, nah, I'm going to let that pass because I got bills and I got this and that to do. Okay, but you're going to always have bills. I always have something to do. But when that opportunity comes, that might help you have create more wealth for you so that you can have more money so you can pay the bills that you have and to be a blessing to others around you. I'm just really having a a different outlook on life and a different outlook on the choices I've made in my life. And at the end of the day, I have no one to blame but myself because it's just me. 
I don't have anything holding me back. I don't have anyone holding me back. Yes, I have bills that need to be paid, but at the end of the day, I could have, I could create a skill or create workbooks or do so many different things where I wouldn't be in the situation that I'm in now. Now, we all have moments where things happen and, and occur and, you know, we just, we didn't see stuff coming and it causes a financial burden. However, it shouldn't always be that way. It shouldn't always be that you never have money. You're always struggling. You know, sometimes we have to look at our patterns and the cycles that we're in and we have to find out what's the root cause. You know, and, and really work on ourselves and take inventory of what we're doing. The problem with us, most of the time, is we love to tell other people what they're not doing and what they need to do. But we rarely look at ourselves in an honest manner, you know, and just be transparent and say, you know what, I have a problem. I have a problem with fear. I have a problem with doubt. I have a problem with laziness. I have a problem with procrastination. And I know for me... I'm a procrastinator, and I mean, I'm just going to say, Lord, I'm a procrastinator, and I need deliverance, because there's, there's things that God wants to do in my life, and I know he does, but he can't do it if I don't move when he tell me to move, and I'm being transparent because I want to help somebody else out. I want you to know that you can do all things. The things, the things that Christ, that the Lord has put on your heart, you can do it. The things that, and I ain't going to say you can do all things because that's in reference to something else. But the things that the Lord has put on, put you in this earth to do, you can do it. And when he reveals it to you, step out there and make that move. You know, make that move because he's already equipped us to do whatever it is that he's calling us to do. Even if it's something big and even if it's something unfamiliar, we he has given us the ability to do it. I mean, I have so many unfinished projects that I need to finish. And I, I, I'm like, God, I'm ashamed of myself because I'm like, I could be a lot further along than where, where I am now. But because of fear and doubt and, and, and what people going to say and what people going to think and all that stuff like that, all, all those um, things that's really irrelevant, to what God has already spoken pertaining to my life. I mean, I, I got to lay them excuses aside. And I remember in one of my mentorships, we learned a, a, a quote and it says, excuses are monuments of nothingness. They build bridges to nowhere. Those who use these tools of incompetence seldom become anything but nothing at all. And when I first read that quote, I was like, wow, that's powerful. But having learned it and having to say it each time we do our, our lives on in our groups and we talk about, you know, our homework assignments and things of that nature. And we have to say that and we have to say our boss elevator pitch or what we're what what we do or what our focus is on at that moment. I mean, that 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 is my renewing. That's that that's like, OK, Monica, you got to get it together, honey, because you can't be just doing stuff and paying paying money for stuff and then you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So, you know, I'm 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 telling on myself today. I'm telling on myself today in hopes that it will help somebody else out. You don't have to remain where you are. You don't have to be stuck. You don't have to be like, you know, your parents were, your grandparents were, where they just lived a simple life and they didn't fulfill their dreams because they had kids and they put their dreams aside. Like you can, 
I mean, the way the world is today with technology and everything, it's basically like we can do almost anything we want to do if we put our minds to it and if we, and if we do the work and put in the time to do it, it can be done. And we really don't have any excuses. I mean, even if we got kids, I mean, I know people that got kids and they on their way to being a millionaire. And I'm like, wow, and I'm sitting there like, I don't have nothing. And I'm just sitting here barely, you know, like up here wondering how I'm going to pay these bills and how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to do that. And, you know, and it, it's, it's because of failure to plan. Like that quote says, if you if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You know, and I'm learning about the importance of vision mapping and, and um not vision boards, but vision mapping and really sitting down, like, what are you trying to accomplish within within the quarters of the year? There's four quarters in a year, and what goals do you have, long and short-term goals to accomplish this in 2020? What do you hope to accomplish in 2021? What do you hope to accomplish, you know, and give yourself a, a, a due date, a deadline to have it done? I'm seeing the importance of it because... We, we can all sit up here and say, even with losing weight, like, we said, well, I want to lose 20 pounds. I said that, what, about three months ago. I haven't lost 20 pounds. I might have lost a few pounds, but I haven't lost 20. And, I mean, it's not that I'm a big girl. I want to be healthier, but I haven't really been um, consistent with eating right. I, I really don't eat right like I should. I really don't drink enough water. So I'm just exposing everything about myself in hopes to help somebody else. Because when we when we sit up here and we just always talk about what we're going to do and, and we're, but we're too busy trying to live this life of comfort and trying to pay these bills. And yes, we're supposed to pay our bills, but we also need to look for ways to make multiple streams of income. There's there's so many ways we can do it. There's so many things out here we can do that's legal and we can make multiple streams of income. But what we do is we say, well, I ain't got time for that. I got to pay this bill and that bill when we could just let put that bill on hold for a moment and and get into this, you know, line of work, even look into it, not just jump into it, but really like just look at it and see if that's really for you because I've been in ventures where um I thought I could do it or it, it really wasn't for me. I just got excited about that moment and I paid my money, but then I wasted my money because I didn't I didn't go forth. I didn't I didn't put my all into it. I didn't I I didn't give it my all and I ended up wasting my time and my money. So I'm learning that I, I got to be a better steward of my time and my money and my resources. And I, I mean because I have so many notebooks in this closet filled with so much information. I'm like, oh my God, I could have an empire. Really, if I wanted to with all this stuff that I have, but I have not put it to use. It's just sitting here, all these books, all these notes I've taken and and, ha- and and not going back and looking at it. And I have no one to blame but Monica, you know. I can't blame anybody else. I have to look at myself and say, yes, I have an issue with um, just being focused. I have an issue with... Um, being focused and I have an issue with implementing and executing because it's outside of my comfort zone. I'm not used to doing things of that nature because of how I've always been made to feel like 
I'm not capable, but that's a whole lie. And I can't use that excuse my whole life because I am capable. And if I, and if I don't do, I have no one to blame but me. So, I mean, yeah. So implementation, not implementing leads to stagnation, you know, just sitting back. It's, it's not going to, you're not going to be successful because you took notes. You're not going to be successful because you heard an awesome workshop or they were talking about stuff in the workshop. I mean, it's not going to just happen by osmosis. It's not just going to happen because you you sit in a seat and you heard somebody say something or you prayed about it. Or you said, said a prayer and God made everything happen for you. I mean, we got to do the work. That's why the you know the Lord talks about the ant the end in the book of Proverbs and it also talks about the sluggard and how the sluggard ends up being in poverty. You know, resting of your eyes and before you know it, you're in poverty. You're not working. You're not storing anything. You're not you're not saving. You're not doing any of those things. You're not um having a making a plan financial planning, strategizing, you're not doing any of that, those things. And I'm like, I have to, this is like an open rebuke to myself because I'm guilty. I'm guilty, but I've been in two mentorships and I remember the Lord, you know, telling me in my spirit, he's like, you're behind and you need, you need to push that stuff out of you. You got a lot of, a lot of things I believe I have a lot of things within me that God has blessed me with, but I have not pushed those things out because of the environment that I was, that, you know, being in environments where you feel like you're incapable and you can't do and people treating you a certain way. But even in that, you have to overcome that and know that you're not what others have said you were. You are not your past and that your past is not an indicator of your future unless you allow it to be. Unless we allow it to be, our past is not an indicator of our future. And I mean, you know, it's time it's time out for just saying things that make people say, ooh, ah, girl, that was good, or I know that's right, to actually implementing, to actually executing, to actually um, making things come to pass. So, I mean, we, we, got, we got to do better as a whole. We, we, those of us that are are stagnant. Those of us that are not implementing, we got to do better. We just got to do better. 2020 is coming in, a whole new decade. We're not getting any younger, and we got to do better. Life is so short, you know, and people, they they live and they die, and they never, some people never do what God's called them to do. I remember before Miles Monroe passed away in that crash, he said something very powerful. He said the richest place in the world is the graveyard because so many people have lived and died and their gifts died with them. So don't let that be you. I'm making up in my mind not to let that be me. Not anymore. I can't afford to. I can't afford to continue to waste the gifts that God has given me. Because at the end of this life, we are all going to be held accountable for what we don't use that he's given us. We're all going to be held accountable 
um, for not doing what he's called us to do. So that's going to conclude my broadcast. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.